Welcome to Compassionate Cultures, the podcast. You're about to go on a journey of empathy, understanding and transformation. Get ready to dive into the heart of humanity's most pressing questions with me, Rebecca Hemmings, the CEO of Strawberry Words Training Consultancy and guests. It's time to turn up the volume on kindness and to amplify the voices of minorities that often go unheard. This podcast asks questions like, how can we create workplaces where ethnic minorities thrive without the chains of career stagnation? What if universities were safe havens for all, free from the storm of microaggressions? And how can we bridge the gaps between cultures that have been divided by the walls of bias and ignorance? This is not just a podcast. This is a revolution of empathy. Welcome to Compassionate Cultures, the podcast. Get ready to explore, learn and change the world one compassionate conversation at a time. So this episode is all about micro-invalidation. So I'm Rebecca Hemmings, I'm your host, and this is Compassionate Cultures, a podcast. And so yeah, micro-invalidations, they are a type of micro aggression, right? So they dismiss the experiences of historically marginalized people. They communicate um, that, you know, you're not important or your feelings aren't important. They don't matter. And please, can you be quiet? They serve to shut down the conversation. Okay. Um, so you're going to learn about these through this quiz. Please get a pen and paper to hand. Okay. You can do this with a friend. You can challenge each other, uh, whatever, but there are 10 questions and they're they have multiple choice answers, okay? So just pick the answer or answers that you think are correct. So there could be more than one, all right? I'm not going to repeat the question because it will take too long for me to do that. Um, but um, you feel free, obviously, to, to rewind this or whatever you do nowadays, take it back and listen to it again. All right, obviously, I'll give the answers at the end. All right, let's do this. So um, question one, what, be what best describes a micro invalidation? Um, is it A, a conscious effort to ridicule disadvantaged group members? B, a subtle action that minimizes the experiences of historically disadvantaged individuals? C, a subtle form of affirmative action targeted at specific groups? Or D, a proactive approach to not address systemic issues? Okay, question two. Identify the micro-invalidations from the following. A, affirming the existence of racism. B, declaring racism doesn't exist. C, discouraging open conversations about diversity. Or D, acknowledging historical injustices. Hmm. All right, now we're on to question three. What does a statement, you've got, you've got a chip on your shoulder, most likely imply, all right? Is it A, not recognizing the impact of historical injustices? B, dismissing the concerns about racism? C, discouraging open dialogue on racial issues? D, not acknowledging the resilience of the individual? All right, so that was question three. We're now on number four. All right, which of the following exemplifies a non-verbal micro-invalidations? Because there are non-verbal micro-invalidations, lots of them. Anyway, sit to the point, Rebecca. Okay, A, uh, is it A, ignoring, so, sorry, I, t I spoke, so let me repeat the question. Which of the following ex exemplifies a non-verbal micro-invalidation? 
A, ignoring everyone in the meeting. B, stating, I don't see colour. C, talking over someone in a meeting. Or D, complimenting a black woman on her hair. All right. Question five. What does the question, where are you really from? Oh, sorry. I'll repeat that because I said it wrong. How does the question, where are you really from, function as a micro-invalidation? Is A, encouraging discussion about cultural backgrounds? B, expressing curiosity about someone's heritage? C, suggesting the person doesn't belong? Or D, it demonstrates that you are caring? Question six. What is the impact of non-verbal micro-invalidations? I could speak for days about the impact. Um, is it A, a lack of confidence and self-esteem? B, attributional ambiguity, not being sure why a statement is being made. D, depression. Or C, sleepless nights. Question seven. Why is I don't see colour a micro-invalidation? Okay, it's a very common micro-invalidation. Okay, um, is it A, it promotes colour blindness, therefore ignoring the experiences faced? B, uh, because a person is being overtly racist? Is it C, uh, because it suggests to a person they're not important? Okay. Question eight. What is a recurring theme uh, in comments that center the feelings of a white person, obviously with regards to racism? Um, a, not acknowledging diverse experiences. B, dismissing the experiences of historically, um, sorry, dismissing the experiences of ethnic minorities. C, the desire to save all ethnic minorities, or D, making statements with good intentions. We're nearly there on question nine. In a workplace meeting, which action exemplifies a non-verbal micro-invalidation? Okay. Is it A, calling someone the N-word quietly? B, talking over someone and not letting them finish? C, pulling out a chair for an elderly Indian woman to sit down? Or D, not encouraging teamwork and collaboration? What do you think? And our final question, okay. How can the phrase, I understand racism because I face challenges as a woman, be a micro-invalidation if said by a white person? Is it A, it doesn't acknowledge the intersectionality uh, of experiences? B, a woman's experiences are drastically different from those who are ethnic minorities? Or C, it minimizes the unique challenges faced by the ethnic minorities in the context of racism. Whew. Okay, so that is a quiz. Okay, um, I'm now going to go through the answers. So let's do that then. So um, I'm, on, I'm only going to give you the answer and not all the options for the multiple choice. Okay, um, so here we go. Question one. What best describes a micro-invalidation? If you wrote down B, you are correct. It's a subtle action that minimizes the experiences of historically disadvantaged individuals. Okay. Uh, C, sorry, question two. Question two. <laughs> Identify the micro-invalidations from the following. And if you got the, there's two answers to this one. If you got B, declaring racism doesn't exist because if it doesn't exist you don't have to talk about it therefore you successfully shut down the conversation and dismissed their experiences that's definitely a micro invalidation um and if you put down c 
discouraging open conversations about diversity. Again, if we don't talk about it, we don't have to deal, deal with it. Phew, great. Um, they are both um, examples of micro invalidations. Then you will be correct if you put those. So B and C are the answers for, for question two. On to question three. What does a statement you have a chip on your shoulder most likely imply? So this is when it's used in the context of racism, right? So if you put three answers for this, you would be correct. Basically, um, just not D, A, B and C. So not recognising the impact of historical injustices. It dismisses the concerns about racism and it discourages um, open dialogue on racial issues. Question four. I mean, any of these, if you, um, although I never want to argue online, but if you um, want to know more, you know, send us a um, message through social media. Um, maybe we can direct you to another episode that will explain more. Anyway, I'm talking too much. Right. Uh, question four. Which of the following exemplifies a nonverbal micro-invalidation? Uh, the answer is C. Talking over someone in a meeting. Okay. Um, and also, sorry, it's B. Um, I don't see skin colour, so it's two. B and C. I do not see skin colour. Sorry, no, it's I'm wrong. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm looking at what I'm writing, of what I've said, and I'm wrong. We, we're talking about a non-verbal micro-invalidation. So the correct answer is C, talking over someone in a meeting. So even though you're being verbal, you're not saying to someone, I'm, I'm invalidating you. You're not doing that. You're not saying, I, I do not see colour. It's the action is dismissing that person. Um, so that would be the example of a non-verbal micro um, invalidation, as would be sitting away from the ethnic minority during lunch or on a train or something like that. Um, so I do not see skin colour as a verbal micro invalidation. I hope I cl I've cleared that up. If I haven't, take it back, listen to it again. It does make sense. Okay, so uh, question five. How does the question, where are you really from, function as a micro invalidation? Well, what it does is it C, it suggests the person doesn't belong, okay? I see you, you're different to the norm, and I'm going to comment on that, okay? And that's especially, um, you know, interesting when a lot of people will say, I don't see skin colour, but clearly we do, because comments like this are often made. Um, or I treat everybody the same, but then you treat somebody differently because they have a different accent. So, you know, and we all do this, okay, at times. So, um, doesn't make it okay. Right, what is the impact of non-verbal micro-invalidations? Um, it's all of the above. So it's a lack of confidence and self-esteem. It's attributional ambiguity, not being sure why a statement is made. It's depression, sleepless nights. It's not to say a person will get all those things, but they can all be examples of impacts, of the impact of non-verbal um, micro-invalidations or any microaggressions, to be um, honest. Right, um, question seven. Why is I do not see colour micro-invalidation? You hear this one being said quite often, um, which is why it's featured quite a few times in this. Um, the answer is... Boom, 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 boom. Um, A, it promotes colour um, blindness. Okay, we do see skin colour. Um, unless you are color, really colorblind. And so therefore it, it ignores experiences um, faced by, by ethnic minorities, okay? Question eight, what is a recurring theme in comments that center the feelings of a white person? Again, in the context of microaggressions. 
the, there's two answers. Uh, a, not acknowledging diverse experiences and B, dismissing um, the experiences of ethnic minorities, okay? Very similar, but slightly different, okay? Question nine, in a workplace meeting, which action exemplifies a non-verbal micro-invalidation? Again, non-verbal, we have non-verbal micro-invalidations. And just to bring this point home, it's more or less the same as the last time we brought up this question. It's B, talking over someone and not letting them finish, okay? Um, calling someone the N-word quietly will be an example of a micro-assault, just in case you're wondering. Okay, question 10. How can the phrase, I understand racism because I face challenges as a woman, be a micro-invalidation if said by a white person, obviously a white woman? Um, it, the answer is C, it minimises the unique challenges faced by ethnic minorities in the context of racism. Um, it could also be, and so if you've got A, it could also be A, it doesn't acknowledge the intersectionality of experiences, particularly if you are an ethnic minority woman, um, your experience will be different to that of a white woman. So actually, I'll give you the point. So if you've got 10 out of 10, that is absolutely amazing. You clearly know your micro invalidations. If you got between, um, or if you got nine, that's amazing. If you got five to eight, you're pretty clued up. Um, but you could do with a bit more going over what they are. And if you got between one or zero and, and four, you got work to do. <laughs> Okay, and that's not a bad thing. You know, you, you listen to this episode, so you know you're already doing better than people who know nothing about micro invalidation. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, share this episode if you found it useful, or share it anyway. Um, and if you want to learn more about micro uh, aggressions, take our course Understanding Microaggressions of Subtle Racism. It's a thorough, two, approximately two and a half hour course. Um, where you can really understand uh, what microaggressions are, the different types, plenty of examples, and also how to manage difficult conversations around microaggressions. There are a couple of frameworks in there for managing microaggressions in the classroom or in the workplace. Uh, it's all there. So go on our website, strawberrywords.co.uk, strawberry words, strawberry words, w-o-r-d-s.co.uk for more information. And um, what else would you like me to create a quiz on? I enjoy creating quizzes. So um, let me know whether it's on Spotify, on social media, on our Strawberry Words social media pages, or directly through our contact, our inbox on our website. Let us know. All right. Thank you so much. And bye.